Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Now, this is the most specific description for any land allocation of any of the tribes. And it does not just so happen to be the allocation for the tribe of Judah, because it's from the tribe of Judah that the Messiah would come. Moreover, this is a legal description for an allocation of property naming specific cities that are currently under contention right now. You can probably tell by the fact that I'm wearing the same outfit and a few devotions in a row that I do film a lot of these devotions kind of in clumps. I'm currently filming on October 19th. So if this devotion goes out and we don't have the chance to edit it between now and the day that you are watching it, uh, which if you're watching it live with JCM uh, and the Redemption Church is going to be October 24th, 2023, then forgive me because anything that happens past 1.30 p.m. October 19th, I don't know yet. And so it could be that some more developments have happened even in this story uh, as it's unfolding while I film. And then time is elapsing between the time that I'm filming and the time that you're watching this. But uh, Gaza has attacked Israel. Israel has just begun now at the time of filming, uh, assimilating their ground forces for a ground invasion. Uh, so it very well could be that uh, you as the viewer, the you as the listener, uh, understand to a greater extent than I do now uh, what's happened and potentially a fulfillment of prophecy from Ezekiel 48. And now in this text of Joshua, uh, we plan our, our series well in advance. I laid out the, the plan to study Joshua in the fall of 2023, back in January of 2021. And I have every verse of the Bible planned out uh, over a 10-year total scope and sequence, combining our sermons and our devotions and our curriculum. I've made some adjustments and tweaks to that scope and sequence as we've gone along, but Joshua has always been here. And in order to get the printed books that are available on Amazon that we use uh, in our small groups and that my son uses for the Bible study club at school and things like that, in order to get those done in time, I have to write the content months in advance. And so they're set in stone months in advance. Uh, we started this series September 17th, I think, or October 17th. No, September 17th. And I had to have the books done, you know, in August. So I couldn't have known then that the very plot of land that is being so thoroughly described right now would be the very plot of land that is hosting a war when we were studying it. I just see the sovereign hand of God at work in this. It's incredible. All right. If you're, if you're a, uh, an Allies Network user and you're tuning in for our devotions, welcome. I'm glad that you're, you're with us. Um, it's pretty cool. I've got some other resources on this. I, I did a masterclass for Allies Network uh, uh, on scope and sequence development. This is what I did for LifeWay uh, with Explore the Bible. I was on the team that helped show, uh, shape that scope and sequence. And so I got dropped into the deepest end of the deepest pool there is on scope and sequence development. And now we're doing it again uh, with JCM. And I, I learned from some world-class scholars uh, while I you know, was the, the manager of Explore the Bible. And now I'm implementing what I've learned at JCM. And so uh, if you want to learn more about this, go for it, because what I've seen and what we're seeing right now is that the sovereign hand of God is at work when you lay out that scope and sequence. 
okay, I'm, I'm a drummer, I'm not a prophet. I could have known that this was gonna happen at this time. In fact, when I looked forward in that study plan, I was like, okay, if you're gonna be a verse by verse expositor, you gotta preach it all. You know, uh, a really lengthy and very specific and exhaustive legal descriptions of land masses, uh, including specific rocks <laughs> and cities, don't make for really compelling sermons uh, and devotions, but it's the inspired Word of God. It's just as inspired as the whole Gospel of Mark. So you've got to preach it. You've got to teach it. All Scripture is breathed out by God. Look at what God did. I, I thought that I would have to go into like lengthy details as to the backgrounds of these cities and things like that. And what I could not have known when I allocated this text for this devotion on this day was that these very cities... Uh, and, 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 you know, the, their, the successors to these cities would be under contention when we were teaching it. Here's, uh, Joshua chapter 15, beginning in verse 20. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the descendants of Judah by their clans. These were the outermost cities of the tribe of the descendants of Judah toward the border of Edom and the Negev. So you're going to see Judah's cities enumerated according to quadrant. This is, I believe, the southernmost quadrant, and it's the quadrant where a war is taking place as I film. Uh, these, are, these are the cities. Okay, now forgive me, I listened to some pronunciations and I may not remember them all. If you're a Bible scholar, please comment with the proper pronunciation and phonetic terms uh, to correct me. But uh, here's what I listened to before I filmed. Kabziel, uh, Eder, Jager, Kaina, Daimona, Adeda, Kadesh, Hazor, Ithnan, Zif, Talim, uh, Bealoth, Hazor Hadada, Kiriath Hazron, that is Hazor, Imam, Shema, Malada, Hazar Gada, uh, Gada, Heshmon, Beth Pele, Hazar Shual, Beersheba, sorry, Biziathiah, that's right, uh, Baala, Lim, Ezem, Eltadad, Chesil, Horm, I, I'm, devi I'm deviating from the pronunciation on this one because I think that this is the Hebrew letter Chait at the beginning. Ziklag, Hadmana, Sansana, Lebeoth, Shilhim, Ain, and Rimon. 29 cities in all with their settlements. Here's where all of this lays out on a map. This is used by permission from my former colleagues at Lifeway. This is the land uh, allocated to Judah in the green. And here it is, the city of Gaza. Okay, uh, Like we talked about in our sermon a couple of sermons ago, this uh, city of Gaza that we know today is not under the same leadership. They don't even worship the same God. These guys were ruled by Philistines who worshipped Dagon and Ashtoreth and Baal back then. And today, you know, the most recent pagan religion that they adhere to is Islam, something that didn't even exist until 2,000 years after the events of this text. It could not, could not be any more historically undeniable proof that Israel has the priorest of prior claims to this land. Not that prior claim means everything in land ownership. When you acquiesce your land, guess what? That carries just as much legal salience as conquest does. And here, the city of Gaza still retains the same name, worships a totally different god, was once under a king who was a Philistine. And then Muhammad, in the 7th century, wrote the Quran, and now there are people who live in Gaza 
under the leadership by a political majority vote, by the way, of Hamas, a terrorist organization. So they elected terrorists, and then the terrorists are doing what terrorists do. See our sermon titled Judah's Promise. Um, I was a bit squeamish about it. I couldn't even bring the text up on the screen, but I wanted to answer the question, why is this happening? Well, it's written why it's happening. We know why jihadists do what they do. And regardless of what a more educated Islamic scholar might do with the texts that I gave in this sort of barrage fashion. I'm an expositor of the true word of God. I wasn't going to give the same respect to a pagan-inspired text, uh, like a demonically-inspired text, frankly. Um, regardless, this is the reason that these people do what they say they do. And the leader of ISIS, now hopefully totally defeated, had a PhD from the Islamic University of Baghdad when he came from Quran, uh, from, from Surah 9 for the rationale for why they did what they did. The same unspeakable things that, that Hamas is currently doing. Here's a prediction based on today's text, which names specific cities that are, are all over the place in the southern, uh, the, the southern part of the land allocated to, uh, allocated to to Judah. See, for example, here's here's Beersheba, right here. Uh, people are going to lose support for Israel. Uh, let me know in the comments if this turns out to be accurate already, because if you're watching this on the 24th and I'm filming it on the 19th, then it's only been a matter of days. But we look at this through the biblical worldview. Those of you guys who have done our, our series uh, called uh, The Table uh, in JCM, uh, we'll recognize these frames. We look at things through the biblical worldview and we can see these exact cities named and what God said would belong to the people of God 2,000 years before the religion held to by their current invaders even existed. Okay? And it's so crystal clear. But that's because the Holy Spirit has allowed us to understand the Word of God. Not that this is hard to understand. It's literally a legal description of a bunch of land masses, a meets and bounds description that would put a modern MLS form to shame. All right, an entire chapter of the book of Joshua, whose historicity is utterly impeccable, naming specific landmarks and cities, leaving absolutely an ungainsayable, to quote the the late, uh, the, the, the late great founding editor of National Review, ungainsayable land description that proves, I mean, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that this was land that was given to Israel, and it was given by God. If prior claim is your thing, then uh, there's no greater prior claim than God's. And so it's impeccable proof. It's undeniable. It's obvious. The whole world bore witness with bare eyes as children were beheaded for crying out loud, women were raped. All right, uh, this was this was an atrocity, and at first, everybody was on board. Everybody agreed. All right, everybody could obviously align along a common definition for the word evil and ascribe it to what we all saw, what they filmed, what they wanted us to see, what they published. All right, I was very grateful. All right, President Biden, you know, seemed to, at least at the time of filming, again, stand by our alliance with Israel. Uh, at the time of filming, we just sent our third warship to the coast. You know, we're doing what we can. There are 13 American, uh, Americans that are believed to be held hostage at the time of filming. And that's good. But already, 
already, I mean, literally, it took like a week for people to start turning on Israel. One rocket was launched from a cemetery in Gaza, and then it hit a hospital in Gaza. And then the source was the Hamas health organization, and the international press took it and ran with it. And now suddenly, even when Hamas kills its own people, Israel's already getting blamed. Okay, so this this was inevitable. All right, uh, I've known this from day one. I was grateful to see the initial support, and it took minutes for protests to spring up, including right here, just 20 minutes from the place that I'm filming. Uh, people began to call Israel occupiers, which, as you can see, based on this biblical text, that is a fatuous lie. Okay, and it won't take long from the time of filming, I'm sure, for even more pushback to happen. There were missing persons posters in London and in New York, and people went around taking those posters down. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's patently obvious evil, but you must remember this about the people who would actually try to defend the utterly indefensible, that they are stricken with the same sinful condition that we were born with. Okay, that we're not less sinful and more enlightened. It's that we have the Holy Spirit of God and they need the Holy Spirit of God. So pray for these people who are defending the indefensible. Uh, people who would watch the same footage that we watched and come to the exact wrong conclusion. It's not because they're unintelligent. It's because of the sin nature. It's because of demonic deception. The truth could not be clearer. This biblical text bears witness thus. And even if you are a hard-hearted, skeptical, atheist, militantly evangelistic, anti-Christian atheist, you got to acknowledge the proof of this biblical text written 2,000 years before Islam even existed. It undeniably proves Israel. That's Israel's land. Always has been. In fact, Gaza wasn't even under Palestinian rule until Israel granted it in the year 2005. At the time of filming, that's only 18 years. It could be argued that Israel has had prior claim to that land for 3,000 years, beginning with Abraham's son. Now, here, they've taken back the land of Canaan. They have inherited the promised land in the fullest, and that's where we are in the book of Joshua. And the book of Joshua is pretty old, too. All of this takes place about 1,500 years before Christ was even born. So this is, this is indelible proof. And the people who would look with bare eyes at a patent evil and then try to defend it are not the real enemy. Remember this. The devil's the enemy. The devil's the liar. When he lies, he speaks his native tongue. He's been lying and accusing the brethren since the beginning. Fortunately, Jesus prays before the Father on our behalf. So pray for those who persecute. All right, pray for the people of Israel. This is God's chosen nation, and God is not done with them. The book of Revelation foretells what God is going to do in the nation of Israel, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. So filming from October 19th, I'm going to make the prediction Israel's going to not only win, but they're going to likely expand their territory to the borders that are prescribed in the book of Joshua because of this. It'll be a fully justified um, retaliation and self-defense. Uh, it's possible by the time you're watching this that other enemies have even stepped in. They're waging a multi-front war. It could be. It's quite possible. 
But what I do know is that Israel is going to make it because God has foretold what he's going to do. And God does everything that he says he will do. In this regard, it becomes advantageous for the fact that I'm, it becomes advantageous for me to film before you see this, because you'll know better than I do right now if what I'm saying turns out to be true. So pray for those who are defending the indefensible. See your reflection in them in that they too were born with a sinful nature. The difference between the two of you is that you know your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You have the Holy Spirit of God. You can see the patent truth of the Word of God. So make disciples, make disciples, make disciples. Even jihadists can be reached by the gospel of Jesus Christ. I have seen it more than once. God's able to do it. God's able to do it. God's able to do it. So I'm praying for you guys <laughs> back here on October 19th. Hope things are, are well on all future dates. All right, let's see what unfolds, but we know what has been proclaimed. Amen. I'll see you next time.